Welcome to the Ready, Set, Show podcast with DT and Letty. Ready, Set, Showtime. What's up, bitches? It's DT. Sup, hoes? It's Letty. And welcome to the Ready, Set, Show podcast, episode 65. 65. God. Damn. Like me, <laughs> we're getting old. <laughs> Woo. Now, guys, thank y'all for joining us on this beautiful week. And uh, my week's been like a roller coaster. You got your ups, you ups got your downs, downs, you got your loop-de-loops, and then you throw up everywhere. crazy part <laughs> is, it's only Wednesday. Guys, we got a lot to talk about this that week, we a do. lot going on. Takashi Snitch 9. <laughs> Takashi Snitch 9. I can't great. take credit for that. But he's telling on everybody. Dude's telling on people so bad, the judge is literally having to stop the case and say, uh, <laughs> hey, look, I need a sidebar. Tell you, boy, he's snitching on people we're not even asking about. I know, right? He's even telling them that Peter Parker's actually Spider-Man. You ain't gonna believe who all he's dragged into this famous Damn. rappers oh dude more on that later guys and you definitely want to stick around for that vaping's under attack letty um, it is and it, terrible yeah if this stands it could bankrupt vaping all it around could. the board it really could and if it does then I don't know how the fuck I'm going to be able to get my nicotine. I'm not going back smoking cigarettes today. Yeah, me either. And we'll talk more on this later, guys, but vaping's under attack. We need your all's help on this. Definitely. Like the hashtag change in Greenville, guys, we got to come together. Those of y'all that vape, it don't matter if you're in East Tennessee, small town. Oh, it ain't going to matter, man. Every vote counts. Exactly. And uh, we're going to give you some information (laughs) on what you can do to do your part. And uh, there's even people calling the White House. It's crazy. The vaping community really is coming together. It's beautiful to see. It means a lot to us. Yeah, but we got uh, eSports coming here in Greenville. Woohoo! Finally, something fucking good. Yeah, I mean, and due to the vaping ban, our our local vape shop is no longer ordering flavored uh, e-juices. So we got a lot lot to talk about. KSI and Logan Paul, the Cringe Fest Part 2. It it, it keeps on rolling. It keeps on rolling and God, I wish it would stop. (laughs) (laughs) But but we got a lot to talk about. But Letty, what have you been up to since the last episode, Holmes? Well, nothing too crazy until the information I got this morning, which we'll go to more about that until the rant. Yes. Um, Ruby had the her cheer tryouts this past weekend she made the team nice congratulations roopster she actually made both teams she tried up for the peewees and for the midgets i mean not midgets the minis the minis is from uh, kindergarten to second grade and the peewees are second to fourth she actually got the choose after a long long like hour and 15 minute conversation between me her and her stepmom and the coach of the minis we finally decided to go with the peewees because she'll get more out of it yeah she's in the big leagues now even her uh even the mini coach actually got to judge the peewee trial and said ruby did better than some of the fourth graders so we're super proud and we can't wait to get this cheer season underway so there's two coaches mini peewee (laughs) i'm sorry i'm sorry (laughs) i'm the mini coach and i'm the peewee mini peewee what are you doing all right that was stupid i apologize but guys we got a new microphone yeah. Grab this AKG P220 large diaphragm and 14 other names following it. <laughs> 
freed up our Audio Technica 2020 mic for yep. guests. So the sound now, even when we have guests on, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. So we're definitely going to start getting people on for the show, guys. I'd say we're going to try to probably start that next month. Oh yes, for spoopy time. Because eventually, what we want to do is every other episode, or maybe once a month, have a guest on. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Know. Because I mean, it's good. To, it's good to shake things up. Yeah. And guys, go check out the YouTube channel. I just made this little 20-minute video, just kind of bullshit and little stuff on the show. I probably repeat myself from what I talk about on here. <laughs> so, I mean, if you don't want to, that's cool. But I'm liking this mic. I mean, man, we're, we're just doing what it takes. Guys, we got a lot coming up. We're trying to get the YouTube channel oh, kicking. Yeah. I think this uh, webcam on my on my laptop here. I think this will work. So I'm me and Letty are going to probably try to test that out in the next week or two. So keep your eyes out on the YouTube channel. And for some reason, when I go on there now and try to add audio episodes, because it stopped at episode 54, Adult Kisses. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. And uh, that's a problem. It's 11 behind almost. Yeah, I know. And when I try to add just the audio, it's saying uh, it's not supported. Podbean just added them on there, so I'm assuming they automatically did it themselves so but apparently anchor is more tied in with spotify so guys keep up to date with the youtube channel because for video podcasts but spotify a lot of newer people listening to the show they're rocking spotify yeah like I said, a lot of this stuff comes out of our pocket. We don't get paid for this podcast. We love this show, man. I Definitely. mean, it's all worth it to me. Oh, yeah. If I could afford it, yeah. I'd be in there. So we like to thank everybody for the support, man. I mean, I oh, noticed definitely. we had some new likes on our Facebook page. Thank Sup, you, guys. guys. We really need everybody to go follow subscribe we definitely want to hear your guys feedback from some commenting on any of the social media pages so check those out go to the anchor page follow that and then i would recommend either anchor or spotify and then definitely subscribe and hit the notification bell on the youtube channel that way when we do do video podcasts you'll say oh finally after them lying about it for two months it's about goddamn time they did it But, uh, yeah, guys, look out for that. We got a lot of cool stuff coming up, man. Me and Letty are just, man, we just, our schedules are are hectic, man. I mean, there ain't no way to beat around the bush, and we talk about it. You all know about it. Thank everybody for being patient and understanding. Oh, yeah. We try to be as transparent with y'all and let you guys know everything that's going on as much as we can. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, but, Letty, we got KSI Logan Paul, too, dude. Jesus. Jesus. Guys, exactly. just when you think the first one wasn't bad enough. I mean, good God, dude. After all that time, the last time it was a draw. But I, now this time, according to the fucking press conference, there will be a winner. So, guys, the first fight, they wore headgear, which means they were technically considered... They were sparring, basically. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Well, this one, Eddie Hearn, who's a famous boxing promoter. I mean, this guy's promoted a lot of the big names. I guess he decided to stick his greedy-ass hands in this, and now both these guys are pro, and they will not be wearing headgear. And I'm telling you this, I really feel like one of them is going to get knocked the fuck out. Dude, I hope so. I hope one of them gets knocked the fuck out, and the other one is hurting by the end of the damn match. Look, we all know Logan Paul. He's wrestled, he's athletic, as cringy as he is. Yeah. You can't take that away from the guy. No, you he, can't. He's a tough son of a bitch. Now, we know KSI. He's over in England training. He's got a good boxing coach. Now, Logan Paul's boxing coach is Shannon Briggs. You might know him as the guy that constantly fucking says, let's go, champ. Yeah. <laughs> 
Literally, that's all he says. That's all I heard the whole entire fucking time I was watching the little bit of the fucking video I watched. It's so crazy because, like, dude, he'll be talking shit about somebody and then go, let's go, champ. Like, let's what? go, champ. I'm like, Shannon, you know you're, you're calling him a champion, right? Okay. Like you're calling you're calling our opponent a champ. Like, but, man, calm down there for a second. But in a way, it's kind of crazy. Yeah. So it's like, how would you take a weirdo? Like, because I seen him just busting in on these the boxers at the time that were the champs. <laughs> you know, he's trying to fight and you gotta be like dude this dude's fucking nuts it's like man it's like do i really want to fight this guy because look at who the fuck's training him look man shannon briggs he's good but i don't know with the money they have that i would have picked him to be the one to train me so i gotta give the edge here really to ksi i mean i don't like the paul brothers believe me but i do like logan's podcast it's cool and i'm not just saying that because we're yeah, in podcaster. the podcast game, yeah. But however, I don't really like KSI either. I personally hope they knock each other yeah. out. It's a, it's a damn double TKO. Like, they're both just laying there. Who would you pick first off? If you had to pick right now. If I have to pick one, you had to I pick would one. want KSI to win because I'm not a huge fan of the Paul brothers. And I don't really know a lot about KSI besides him just being annoying as hell. Yeah. I can deal with annoying as hell, but when it comes to the Paul brothers, they're on a whole nother level of that shit. Yeah, I definitely would have to hope ksi would win i do think it's not going to be easy for one of them whoever wins is getting knocked out yeah i really feel like that will happen oh man someone better get knocked the fuck out yeah because what all happened that last time that build up and let's be honest we're going to jump into this in a minute this press conference wasn't any better than the no. last one in fact i probably think it was worse you got logan ball what was he doing throwing Throwing fucking ice at ksi and then they took his cup of ice away and gave him a bottle of water yeah (laughs) one thing about logan ball that i thought was funny is he goes i'd like to thank ksi's mother and father for making a son so i can beat the shit out (laughs) of him i kind of thought that was good i mean that is pretty damn good i gotta tell you if i pick a winner over the aside from the ice throwing and the amateur shit but again Logan Paul made a video where he was breaking it down, and yeah. he was just trying to get in his head. Yeah. But I thought that was kind of stupid. But I think I think Logan Paul had the edge on the press conference because KSI he went out like a little bitch, if I'm being honest. And he yeah. didn't look like he did last time. Me personally, I just glanced at it like you did. Both their boxing coaches got up there. Now, KSI's coach wasn't that bad, but, of course, the fans booed him at the nine-year-old army that the Paul brothers bring. What they were wearing. Oh, my God. KSI came out in, like, an all-pink fucking jumpsuit, tracksuit, whatever, and I'm like, dude, what the hell? I was like, if it's October, I'd understand, because, you know, that's Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Wear pink. That's what I normally do in October. Yeah. But then you got, like, them... Logan Paul coming out looking like a blonder, cheap version of the rapper Lil Dicky. Yeah, I know. And Lil Dicky's Jewish, so I mean, if that doesn't tell you how cheap he must have looked, so then you had his damn brother Jake Paul. Looking like Ellen DeGeneres. (laughs) Looking like a damn old lesbian. And see, what was so crazy, KSI talked more shit to Jake than he did because they're trying to get him to fight this dude Gibb. Yeah. And you know the Paul brothers. They, they're they more worried about numbers and this, that, and this, that. They're not going to fight anybody. Yeah, they're not going to fight a nobody. And so I guess Jake Paul is going to be on the undercard. And you know who this son of a bitch said he could beat? Who? Face Sensei. What? Oh yeah, dude. And Face Sensei kind of reviewed his video, and he's, oh my God, I wish you could have seen the reaction. Face Sensei's like, look, dude, I'm on board. Let's go. <laughs> 
he would hurt that kid. I'm like, I whoop his ass. I'm like, I'm sitting here thinking, dude, you barely beat Deji, who's never boxed. Yeah. Deji, if he would have been a little more prepared, had a little more experience, he beats Jake Paul. Yeah. I truly believe that. I'm surprised he lasted as long as he did. Jake Paul should have laid that kid out the first round. No excuses. If anybody follows this, trust me, if you don't, I don't blame you. Yeah, don't follow it. I mean, it's... It's I mean, cringy. It really is. And uh, me and Letty are just YouTube heads and caught a glimpse of it. It's all over YouTube it right is, now. It so, is. KSI, all I got to say, you got a lot more to lose than he does. So, yep. your ass better win. But, all right, Letty, who you shouting out this week? Shout outs this week. You know, I always got to give Ruby a shout out. My little cheerleader. I'm so proud of her, man. Yeah, like, I am too. It's, it's great. We can't wait to get this season going. I gotta give a shout out to DT, you know, giving me this opportunity to do to come on here. Raise hell. Raise hell, praise down, NASCAR. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta give a special birthday shout out to EJ's daughter, Kenley. It is her 11th birthday. Happy birthday, chick. Happy birthday, Kenley. We're gonna party until we're purple this weekend. <laughs> I gotta give a shout out to friends who have been on the show. We greatly appreciate all the funny ass content y'all have given us. And gotta give a shout out to our listeners because without you guys, we wouldn't be doing this. I mean, that's what we do it for. We do it to come on here, you know, bitch, raise hell, praise Dale, and give y'all something entertaining to listen to. DT, who you shouting out this week? Got to thank my beautiful family, man. We had a great week. Caught some bad news there, but, uh, you know, that's yeah. life, man. You you have your ups and downs. You stick together, and you move on, man. I love them, and very thankful they're by my side. And we got to thank you, Letty, co-host of the year. We're thank grinding. You, thank you. We're out here. Hey, we're doing what we got to do to make this podcast better to entertain you guys and it's worth every damn penny i gotta tell you we gotta thank drama brian still rocking selfies like she's a she damn is. modeling agency <laughs> boy with them cool sayings by hey, drama get it she's a side piece i don't Whoa. give a damn yeah good dick <laughs> <laughs> thank you for everything drama we appreciate it thank you thank you and we're still your friends and hello. you can contact us hello <laughs> hello we got to thank all our friends down at Greenville Vapor, man. Though this vaping ban is a oh yeah, it's a scare across the board. You know those guys are still awesome. And actually, uh, didn't have my card on me one day, right? I was gonna get yeah. a couple bottle of juices, and they're like, uh, "Oh man, don't worry about it. Just come back and pay us, man." Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Those guys are good dudes, and man, we we really do appreciate everything they do for not only us, the vaping community as a whole. The man, the myth, the legend, Kellen's the man. He's the one that inspired me to do this podcast and always believed in me and told me I'd be great for this. And I got with Letty and history's in the making. Hell yeah. And last week, thank friends, family, everybody that's been on the show, man. Thank you guys. We greatly appreciate it. Looking forward to having all of y'all back on for a, another round. And we got to thank the listeners, man, whether you're you've been with us for a while you're new we greatly appreciate all your guys support man we really do and again go subscribe follow comment like all that good shit all our social media and streaming platforms guys if you head on over to our facebook page at rss podcast there's a pinned post at the top of the page man it's got all our info man all of it so Anything you need, it's there for you. But thank you, guys. Thank you, thank you. All right, lady, we got a lot to talk about, man. We do, we do. Man, man, oh, man, where do we begin? Well, I'll tell you where we're going to begin, lady. There's a snitch on the horizon.
Oh, shit. I think this dude probably is the snitch of all snitches, or as I call him, the golden snitch. The golden snitch. Yes. I'm telling you, Takashi 69, Mr. Test My Gangsta. Who gonna get to me? I'm untouchable. I mean, he is now because he's done giving up yeah. every fucking body. Yeah, he had the, gov- <laughs> he had the government backing him. Guys, I'm telling you, man, this dude, this has dominated the news. Dude, you it can't. Has. I don't give a damn. If you walk to the store, there's probably somebody talking oh, about yeah. this shit, man. It is everywhere. Takashi 69 basically, he's telling on everybody, but this isn't his case. He's technically already pled guilty. And yeah. as a part of that, he's got to set all these guys out. Well, it starts with this. This is where he got kidnapped by his ex-bodyguard yeah. and that other guy. Did you see the video, by the way? Of that happening, there's video. Oh, of there's it. video. I did not get to see this video. I'll have to check it out now. What's so crazy is the guy driving him had something with immigration, and yeah. he offered to cooperate to take Takashi down. Oh shit! But in this video, man, you see the dude and his ex bodyguard pull up on him five o'clock in the morning, get him out of the car, and you hear Takashi like, "Man, here you can have it all, man." They're, they're asking yeah. where everything is, and he's like, "Why you didn't get a hold of me, man?" He's like, "I didn't have your number," and he's you can hear him say something about he heard people was trying to extort him and yeah. all that, and then they just kidnap his ass. Oh fuck! And then you hear that Spanish guy calling the OnStar. Yeah, dude, it took him people forever to pick up the phone. <laughs> they're they're dude, they're probably gonna catch some shit. They over probably that. are. But it was crazy, man. And he mentioned Jim Jones. You know Jim Jones, the rapper. Yeah. Yeah, that dude. Oh my pro- God. He, right. You remember when, back when we heard the super violate thing? Uh, we're yeah. going to super violate. They play a fucking phone call. This is where it came oh from. Oh, my God. So a guy that apparently is big up over, I think his name's Mel Murder. He's big up over the nine trade bloods. I just want to state that these are just allegations as of this point. Mel Murder and his attorney are stating, hey, I never was a part of Nine Trey. I don't know what these dudes are talking about. They have a phone call with him and the rapper Jim Jones. And Jim Jones is on there saying, man, y'all going to let him go on there and dish y'all like that? He's like, it's, and they talk back and forth about how shoddy need to go on TMZ and handle that yeah. and say he wasn't a gang member. And then Jim Jones goes, y'all need to, you better make sure he's violated. One of his security gets hit or something. Yeah. Then that male murder dude goes super duper violated. Oh, shit. That's where that came from. So the rapper Jim Jones is now <laughs> drug in on this shit. So, oh my God. And they asked Akashi about Jim Jones and yeah. he goes, just to be a dick. He's a retired rapper. Jim Jones ain't retired. He's a retired dude rapper. Dude trolling, snitching. Definitely. He was on there telling on people. Man, he was telling on people so much, the judge had to ask his lawyers to come over for a sidebar and tell him to stay on point. He yeah. was just snitching so much, he was going off topic of what they were talking about. Cardi B was brought in oh, on shit. it. shit. They asked about her, but he didn't say anything incriminating to her. But, however, he was asked about her. French Montana. Let's see. Who else we got? He told on Trippy Red. Yeah. Was brought in on it. The beef between them two. Pretty much what's happening is his ex-bodyguard is saying that the kidnapping was a publicity stunt. And that this is all bullshit and stuff. I don't think that'll hold, but... Pretty much as part of Takashi getting out, they're saying he could get out, by the way, with it's called a 5K letter. He's got to cooperate, tell all is good and bad, and I guess a part of him testifying this case is that he can get out next year, as early as next year. Well, man, if he gets out, he better hope he goes like in witness protect- protection and never be seen again. 
Yeah, it's weird. They were like playing his gummo and Cuda videos in there. Yeah. He was like bobbing his head to it. And it's like, Takashi, you better bob your head because that's it for yeah. you. And they asked him about his fans, if he still has fans. And he said he hopes. And if he had signed any autographs for any of the guards or anything. And he said, no, a nurse. So, Letty, I don't know. What do you think about this shit, man? This is oh, crazy. The only thing I got to say is that I love this for the memes that I see on mm-hmm. fucking Facebook. Because, I mean, I'm a meme queen. I always have been. Uh, and now that I see all these memes, they're so hilarious. But when it comes to this, I can't believe he's got these fucking loose-ass lips now. Yeah. And he's just trying to save his ass. I've actually seen some people actually debate it on Facebook. And the only point I can see is, you know, where he's a father. And yeah. he wants to see his kid. If it came down between spending my life in prison and not ever being able to see my kid again or, or ratting out some people, I'm sorry. I would rat people out too just so I could see Ruby. If that's yeah. what it meant. If it was for sure in stone and I could go into witness protection. Well, I would my, just want well, to disappear. My thing is, look, dude, it's easy for us to sit here and all these people talk about snitches and this, that. Yeah. When your ass is faced with 40 or 50 years, I don't give a damn. Now, maybe maybe a lot of people wouldn't. And I'm not condoning this. I'm not saying it's Same. right. But when your ass is faced with life... Now, look, let's be honest. Takashi brought it on himself. Yeah, that he did. He wasn't from a gang. He wasn't from, he might have been from around that neighborhood, but he wasn't in, he didn't grow up around the no. Nine Trey Bloods. He simply was brought in because he was making music. Yeah. They used him and keyword used to make money for the gang. Yeah. And then they offered protection and, oh, look, I'm in a gang. I don't know why they thought that would be cool. No, look, but I'm whatever. in a gang. Woo-woo. Yeah, and, I mean, his whole persona really turned out to be fake. It's, let's be honest, they shit on the kid. No, that they, they did. extorted him out of thousands, probably millions. Yeah. Threatened to kill him. And let's not forget, his manager shot. He messed around with his baby's mama. So he said, you know what? You're all fired. You're fired. So my thing is... Why are you going to go to bat and take 40-some years for these dudes that extorted you and threatened to kill you? What did you think he was going to do? Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Nah, man. I ain't going to snitch. I ain't no bitch. Man, everybody say that shit. But if you're in that position... You don't know what you're going to do. You don't know. You don't know until you're in that hot seat. He brought all this on himself. He was in the gang. Hey, you got to take it. Yeah. We got a little article here from Vibe Magazine. It says, Takashi 69 proved that he's not shy about testifying at the trial of his alleged gang associates. The quote-unquote Fifi rapper took the stand in a New York City federal courtroom Tuesday, September 17th, where he testified at the trial of Anthony Ellison and Aljamaya Mack both of whom are accused of belonging to the Nine Trey Gangsta Bloods. During his testimony as a witness for the federal prosecutors, Takashi reportedly outed Trippy Red as a supposed member of the 5-9 Brims gang. When prompted, the Brooklyn native also identified Ellison in court and his former manager, Kefano Jordan, a.k.a. Shotty. According to USA Today, he confirmed being a member of Nine Trey and revealed that his role was to quote unquote be the financial support for the gang so they could buy guns and stuff he pointed to his career success as his compensation for bringing money into the street collective quote I got the street credibility the videos the music the protection all the above unquote Takashi reportedly said 
We participate in a lot of crimes, robberies, assault, drugs, he told prosecutors while speaking on the gang's alleged activities. Ellison and Mack are described as high-ranking members of Nantre, but have denied allegations of racketeering, drug, and gun charges. In July 2018, Takashi was kidnapped, pistol whipped, and robbed of cash and jewelry. Ellison is accused of kidnapping him after they had a falling out, but denies the allegation. As Takashi admitted in court Tuesday, he decided to cooperate with authorities a mere 24 hours after being oh arrested. Goodness. Last year, in connection with the case against non-trade members, gang members, so this is this is crazy, man. But it I mean, is. like I said, he brought in Cardi B, Jim. I say Jim Jones is probably yeah. He's probably about to be the next one. They're gonna come. They'll probably look into him. I don't know. They probably but, will. But dude, I found like uh, court files. Like I'm not reading all this, guys. I might post it, the link so you guys can see the actual. These are uh, TMZ found the. Court transcripts. I mean, oh, all of shit. them, dude. It's like how many pages is this? Nine pages. Damn. It might be longer than that. This could just be the, yeah, U.S. Department of Justice, United States Attorney, Southern District of New York. So, lady, this is insane, dude. Like, it is. It is. I mean, the Sammy the Bull testifying against the mafia was yeah. huge, which it's probably more high profile yeah. than this. But, dude, this is close. And you think it's it for Takashi? Like, what do you think's gonna happen if he doesn't go into witness protection after he gets out? Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna get shot. He's gonna be killed. I agree. And if he tries to keep his music career going, same thing. He's gonna be killed. You don't think he can have a career after this? I don't think so. I don't Not because he's gonna have a target on his back. You know? He's already got it on his back. If he survives prison, oh, he'll survive. He's got too much information. The government will they'll keep Just keep him, him in safe. solitary confinement for a good year. I don't know though, man. There's so much suspicious shit happening, dude. As something could mysteriously happen to Takashi. Yeah, he could. Know. Let's move on. Let's talk a little gaming. Gaming. <laughs> You know Greenville Vapor. Oh, yeah. I was in there the other day, and we were talking, and uh, all of a sudden Adam, who uh, Jonathan's the owner, but yeah. Adam's a guy that I talked to a lot in there. Him and Richard said he's bringing an esports establishment next door to the old Jimmy John's building. It used to be that hot dog spot, literally right beside Greenville Vapor. Forty monitors and screens. He's going to have a bunch of consoles. I'm not sure as far as computer stuff goes. Yeah. He said, wait till you see it. Yeah. I was like, dude, you are a genius. Now, when I was in there, they were actually talking to a guy from the radio. So they had to tend to that guy from the radio, obviously. So they didn't really have a whole lot of time to break it all down to me. They just kind of briefly told me what they hoped to have in it and that it was going to be sick. And man, I'm excited. And I'm I'm going to go back and talk to them more about it. But I can't wait. And how dude, genius I can't wait is either. that? That's genius. And he said they're going to be throwing cash tournaments. And I was like, are you going to be doing Fortnite? He's like, oh, hell yeah, Fortnite, Apex Legends. He said we're going to do a lot of the free-to-play games like Fortnite. Yeah. Apex Legends, probably Call of Duty, the Battle Royale. So it'll probably start simple like that and then expand into different genres. Guys, if you're here locally, uh, here where we're at in the old G Vegas. G Vegas. I'm telling you, you're into gaming. These guys are getting ready. I don't I don't know the name of it yet, but it, if you know where Greenville Vapor is located, it'll be right next door to the old Jimmy John's hot dog spot. Yep. So I, I'm excited for oh, that. Oh, hell yeah, lady. man. It's going to be great. Tournaments, dude. Oh, 
And you know me, I'll be in there like, let me get that vape juice if I win. And be like, listen, <laughs> man, you can keep the cash. Give me some, just give me some store credit, you know? So, you know, Fortnite is, uh, they're big for their collabs, Letty. Well, the next one, Batman came to Fortnite. I've seen actually a little bit of the Batman collab. Well, I, I got this Batman skins. They're sick. Hell yeah. They brought Gotham City where Tilted Towers, which Tilted, as you may know, for those of y'all that know the game, probably the most popular spot in all the map. Yeah. But they've turned it into Gotham City, dude. Hell it yeah. looks just like Gotham City. And I just think to myself, dude, you know you're big when Batman gets involved. Oh, yeah. It. They get involved with Batman. And I just think, dude, Fortnite, though it's getting boring to me, these guys just don't stop. No, bro. they don't. And I think to myself, like, the new Call of Duty does have a lot of hype. Yeah, it Let's does. Let's hope it delivers. And I think it could compete with Fortnite. I do. Did but you by any chance get to play the beta? No, I, I didn't. Did you got to pre-order it, and I wasn't able to. Yeah. I really did forget about it. But I did watch gameplay on the yeah. beta. And my God, it looks good. Oh, yeah. I've been playing a lot of Gears 5 because I've, I've been wanting to play some different stuff, oh, yeah. man. You know, like, I've been playing, like, I went back and played Batman Arkham Knight. As I was telling you, those of y'all that got Xbox, I don't know if you've heard of they have Game Pass. Yeah. Well, now they have Ultimate Game Pass. And basically what it is, is somehow it ties your Xbox Live in to Game Pass. It brings those together. Where I got confused on it is something popped up, and it said that pretty much it would combine them. And I paid $2 a promotion, $2 for two months yeah. of it. And I said, okay, well, if it mixes my Xbox Live in, what does that mean? Does that mean I'm going to screw myself out of those all these months I got remaining on my Xbox Live Gold? So I called them, and they were like, no. And this is where I'm still kind of confused. He pretty much said I would have that game pass until my Xbox Live Gold was up. Yeah. But I was like, well, why is it why am I only paying for two months then if that was the case? Yeah. I mean, am I going to be charged fourteen ninety nine after the two months, or does it tie in? And I thought he, I could have swore he said it tied in. I said, so I'll be able to play Game Pass until my Xbox Live Gold subscription's up. Yeah. And he said, yeah. And I was like, okay, well, confuse me. Yeah. But right now they're running a promotion. If y'all want it, Game Pass, it's $2, $2 for two months. I'm going to go check it out now. Yeah, definitely check it out because I guess that's what they're trying to get everybody to do. Yeah, because, I mean, the Game Pass, honestly, from what I've took from it, it's actually worth it if you play a lot of games, but you don't like to buy yeah. a bunch of games. Yeah, You basically sure. get, if you game a lot, but you don't have the money, it's worth it because you get, like, really good AAA titles, and you get indie games on there, you got your free-to-play, decent selection, and you pay, like, what? If you don't do the whole thing, it's, like, what, 10 bucks a month? Yeah, it's like nine ninety nine, and yeah. they they run a lot of deals, like a dollar a month. Yeah, they uh, they do that a lot. Hell, yeah. sometimes they might do a free month. I mean, think about it. even if you go to let's say damn uh, Redbox and you rent a game or two a week, that's three bucks a night. Yep. And you only get it for a day. You do two games a week, man. That's uh, what twenty four dollars a month. Yeah. You getting these for nine ninety nine? Better, yeah. You do. You got a better selection on Game yeah. Pass. Now it may not be a lot of the games you necessarily want. There's a lot of good ones on there. Oh, yeah, it's not like the newer games that just dropped or anything no, like no. that. It's normally games that's been out for like about eight months. Yeah, for sure. But uh, what have you been playing, lately? 
I actually have been playing some old school shit. I took it back to Grand Theft Auto Vice City this past nice. few days. Classic. Oh, I ain't gonna lie. I have missed driving around Vice City, fucking shit up, and shooting people. Nice. <laughs> That's basically what I've been doing. And then I'm probably, hopefully, once I beat Vice City again, I'm probably gonna go even farther back and hit up old GTA 3. Oh, man. Because it's, it's, in my opinion, it's good to go back. And revisit old games and remember where it used to be and where it's at now. Gaming, it's so amazing how far we've come. And, you know, I remember me and you had talked about, should we maybe just make this a straight music podcast? And I, I just, we can't do that, no. man. I mean, we love gaming. I don't give a shit how old you are. And oh, don't yeah. ever let anybody, guys, I don't give a damn, mom, family member, girlfriend, wife, it don't matter. I've seen a 74-year-old man streaming Fortnite the other day. Hell yeah. And I loved it. That's why I love gaming, because oh, yeah. it don't Gaming's matter your great. age. Yeah. Me and you are stoked for Call of Duty, dude. We've got to get oh, it. Oh, yeah. One thing that was funny, <laughs> because, you know, on the second mission you do on Vice City, you know, you go change your clothes, and you go and you go to Colonel Cortez's uh, boat for that party. Oh, yeah, well, Colonel Cortez. Ruby, Ruby looked at me, and she was like, Mom, do their hands stay like this? You know, the claw shape? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, yes, sweetie. I was like, Ruby, this game came out in 2003, 2002. Yeah. I was like, this game is like 17 years old. I was like, that's how it used to be. I was like, that's how it is in San Andreas. I was like, it's not like that now, because technology's come a long way. But, like, whenever she asked me that, all I could do was laugh. Because, you know, back when those games first came out, that was like top-notch graphics. Really? I mean, they still look good for games still, but whenever she asked me about the claw hands, I could do nothing but laugh. That's why I love Rockstar, though. They took Grand Theft Auto. My God, how long has it been since uh, Grand Theft Auto Five came out? Like seven years. Yeah, like Jesus, like seven years ago. And people are still playing it, and oh, I love are. it because the online of it's so awesome. People go on there and they create these characters and do this role play, and it is awesome, oh, yeah. dude. It's amazing what people come up with. Oh yeah, I'm just ready for a new Grand Theft Auto. It's I wanna, rumored. I want to go back to Vice City. Yeah, that's where I want to go so bad. I want them to do something different that they've never done. Something just unreal, out of nowhere, shocks us all. And I mean, I know it'll be tough, but I think if anybody can do it, Rockstar can. And that's why they're one of my favorites and always will be, hands down. Rockstar does big things. We got a lot of the teams getting ready for the Call of Duty CWL. They're still putting together, getting players for a lot of the teams. I think uh, Optic, which is one of the Los Angeles teams, I think their roster is complete. So as soon as the information is released, we'll probably just give you all a rundown who all the teams are, who's on the teams, the standouts, the ones we know, um, give you our predictions. You know, I mean, like I said, we're not fully invested in it, where it's to no Hunter Thieves, no OG Optic, stuff like that. But we still may check in and out on it and uh, – We'll just basically see how good the new Call of Duty game is and go from there, guys. Some other just bad news for 100 Thieves, man. I believe he was their community manager. He was pretty much over the esports teams, coaching them, making sure everything was good with them, taking care of anything they needed. Eric Mud Dog Sanders leaves 100 Thieves to become general manager, I'm assuming, of the new Optic team over in Los Angeles. So, big Mud Dog, man. I like it. It's cool. He actually came on nade shots self-made podcast of one him and i think what's that guy's name jordan if you guys 
guys want to go to Nate Schott's channel and check that out. He kind of breaks everything down, but hey, man, he says that they got a stacked roster, like I said earlier, man. They're one of the teams. He couldn't say who was on the team, but he says that they have the pieces. There's one other team that could pose a threat to them as of right now, so unfortunate that he left 100 Thieves. I, I hated it. I mean, like Nate Schott was saying, he said he would stay for a long time. He, in turn, tried to make a joke like, hey, I've been here for a year, but hey, man, sometimes you got to move on, and with him not being a part of the CWL this year, he obviously wants to be a part of it. He got an offer from the new Optic, and he took it. I mean, it's he loves esports, but I'm sure there was a nice pay raise involved, and all signs said to take it, but we wish Mud Dog the best. He's a great dude. I'm sure there's no hard feelings over to Hunter Thieves, and we wish him nothing but the best at his new home at Optic Gaming. Ain't it so crazy? Now he is over over optic and heck is over nrg dude yeah. did you ever think we would be here no dude? i really didn't i just think it's so weird hector isn't a part of optic man i just never thought this day would come but hey man i wish them both the best him and mud dog and their future endeavors on their new teams and i'll probably watch the cwl i'm sure letty will check in on it from time to time i mean i guess we'll base it like we said earlier on how good the game actually is i mean if we get into it like we do the games we're playing right now for it night etc then who knows we'll, we may do a update every show we'll let you guys know again shout out to hector and mud dog wish you guys the best but it's going to be interesting to see how everything plays out the og optic guys i want to see where they're going we'll keep y'all up to date on that those of y'all that are into gaming but all right lady uh Vaping's under attack, man. It is. It is, and it's sad. It's very sad, man. Uh, <laughs> guys, for those of y'all don't know, we talked about last episode, episode 64. Michigan was the first state to ban flavored e-cigarettes, juices, all that. I think now, if you're caught with more than four bottles of juice, four vapes, something, you could face up to six months in prison. See, that's bullshit. Yeah. What basically has happened, guys, from all the videos that I've seen, I've seen a bunch of the uh, vaping YouTubers. I've watched a Michigan, it was a court hearing where Mr. E-Liquid, a bunch of different vendors came and talked to, uh, I guess it would be their committee, Senate, yeah. whatever. I've watched all kinds of stuff. What's happened is these THC cartridges, right? Yeah. Some asshole is out here and they're distributing these these illegal backwoods ass THC cartridges that are getting people sick. Yeah. And so that in turn is being blamed on vaping. Yeah, and see that's the thing that pisses me off the most. If you don't get your shit from a vendor that actually for one is legal in your state. Yes. For two has not been tested in labs i think that's solely on you yep. and that's your fault you're the one who decided to go off go to this hick in the trailer park that's selling these weed cartridges and next thing you know it's full of pesticides insecticides because i mean that'll give you a it'll give you a high but it's not the high that you're looking for it's a fake high and next thing you know you do three cartridges a week which i don't know how the hell someone could go through them like that you're going to end up getting yourself sick. To me, you know something's fishy's up because vaping's been out a while. Mm -hmm. Why are we all of a sudden yeah. hearing about this so-called quote-unquote epidemic caused by vaping? Man, come on. Whenever, like, people talk to me about this at work because I'm one of the only few people on thirds that actually vape and I'm actually around a lot of people who watch the news yeah. a lot. 
And they'll ask me, they'll be like, vaping's under attack, ain't it? And I'm like, yeah, and it's bullshit. And they'll look at me and I'll tell them the same thing like what I brought up in last episodes. Be like, for one, were they smokers before all this happened? Two, were they buying juices from, uh, like, lab-tested juices? That's one reason. Yes, yep. That's one reason I don't buy homemade juices. Yep. Three, are they cleaning it like they need to? And four, if they're getting these THC cartridges, are they legit, or are they getting some off-brand that's full of pesticides and insecticides? Sounds to me like somebody's putting these out there. They are. And all of a sudden, look here, boom... And this has went all the way up. I'm going to read y'all this. It's an article from CNBC. This has gone all the way up to Donald Trump. The Trump administration is preparing to ban flavored e-cigarettes as federal health officials call for restrictions to combat an outbreak of a mysterious lung disease that has sickened hundreds and killed at least six people. U.S. Health and Human Services Secretary Alex Azar told reporters Wednesday, The FDA is currently finalizing its guidance to remove all non-tobacco flavors of e-cigarettes, including mint and menthol, from the market within 30 days. Companies might be able to reintroduce their flavors at a later date. By, by then, it'll be too, yeah. uh, you know, so long as they submit a formal application and receive approval from the FDA. Vaping companies such as Juul, I don't know why Juul is. Yeah, why is Juul up there? Juul right there is one of the worst brands ever. You know, something ironic, they sent me something in the mail today. I've never got anything Fuck from them. Juul. I've never wanted anything from them. I don't even know where the hell it came from. Have been criticized for hooking children on e-cigarettes with flavors such as mango and cream. The surge in underage vaping, which U.S. health officials have labeled as an quote-unquote epidemic, is one of the reasons why they plan to ban them. At least until the FDA can thoroughly review their safety, Azar said after meeting with President Donald Trump at the White House on the issue. Quote, the Trump administration is making it clear that we intend to clear the market of flavored e-cigarettes to reverse the deeply concerning epidemic of youth e-cigarette use that is impacting children, families, families, schools, and communities, unquote. Azar said in the statement, quote, We will not stand by idly by these products become an on-ramp to combustible cigarettes or nicotine addiction generalization of youth, unquote. It could take the FDA several weeks to develop the guidelines, Azar told reporters, White House with acting FDA Commissioner Ned Sharp. This is my problem. If these kids are out here doing that, I'm sorry. I don't like Jewel, but I don't think Jewel is... Hey, kids, come get your Jewel. No, it's their fucking parents. Yeah, okay. My <laughs> thing is, uh, you all need... This is a parenting problem. It is. And this is uh, these officials, whoever bust, you know, cops, whoever that bust these underage people. I even seen an article where a cop went to South Green and warned kids about what their kids are doing, vaping, marijuana and they name some other shit a cop okay they're talking about vaping dude like it's crack it's not it's might be an unpopular opinion but everybody knows that because especially down here in you know good old hick tennessee a bunch of underage kids do do tobacco products dipping is a huge thing here yep and the way i see it if you walk around and if you went to each and every high school and searched everybody, head to toe, checked everybody's backpack, I bet you money you'll find at least 30 cans of dip in each fucking high school and probably a few packs of cigarettes, you might find one or two vapes. 
My thing is this, okay? Number one, clearly, like the YouTuber said, they're just misinformed. They are. The statistics don't lie. It's been proven countless times. Clearly, if there's all of a sudden this big outbreak, okay, well, vaping's been around for a while. Why weren't these cases heard before? That's number one. Number two... Why are tobacco flavors okay? Kids smoke cigarettes, too. And answer me this question. Why is this all us vapors' fault? Yeah. Because this kid can somehow figure out a way to go in these stores. Though he's underage, he's able to purchase cigarettes or dip or whatever it may be. So then you need to go shut down the stores that are selling them. Why does vaping that has helped millions of people quit smoking... Why are you going to cut that out? And you all, this bullshit about, oh, fill out a form, a later date, it might be able to come back. By then, people are done. Yeah. Nobody's going to want to come back after that. And it's like uh, Mr. E-Liquid said in that committee meeting. He said by then people will have a distrust for the government and they will be worried that at any time they could come right back in and put another ban on it. I mean, store owners as well, they wouldn't want to take that risk all over again. You're sitting there and you're saying you can't have no more than four bottles of juice and all that shit. Four bottles of juice, for me, will last me maybe two weeks. Yeah. Well, it's like what you were saying in Greenville Vapor, how they're no longer ordering any new juices. You know how much he has invested in the flavors bottles he has right now? $300,000. I believe it. And all that's down the drain if this happens. And you know Tennessee will be one of the first ones on board. Florida, I heard, is next. This kills me. It we does. have far worse problems going on in the world. We got meth, crack, homeless heroin, people. homeless people, people in poverty. We yeah. live in a first world country and we still have people living in poverty. Michigan with their uh, people the water, plant, the water, and they're more yeah. worried about vaping. I mean, you got Detroit. Detroit's just a whole fucking and, and thing. My thing is, so these 500 people are all underage. That's what you're telling me. Just so happens they're all underage. What I don't understand is why they're not launching an investigation. I mean, if you have all these these vaping community, vendors, whatever it may be, all these people involved with vaping trying to save it, coming to you, and they're all saying the same problem, that it's these illegal street THC cartridges, then why is an investigation being done? And then come to your conclusion if you want to ban or not. I just don't get how, bam, vaping's being blamed and we're banning it. You can't buy a THC cartridge at your vape shop you get them at dispensaries yeah in the states that have legal pot well this isn't a legal thing this is clearly being made on the streets and it's it clearly thing bad going around yeah. that has caused this and i just find it really odd that all of a sudden boom it's okay because they're putting it what in a vaping device a mod it's or whatever auto- it's, it's automatic all- Bad thing is if it's the cartridges i can think of because i've seen these cartridges around here it's not the ones you put on a mod. No, it's pod systems. Yeah, it's them little fucking sticks that you go and you buy at your local fucking quickie mart. No, it's the pods. The pods? Yeah, lady, now those are used to smoke liquid THC. I do know that. But the ones in particular that we're talking about, they are the pod systems because they're using the cartridges. And Now, they could use the ones you're talking about, too, because I have heard of that. But I know as far as the bad ones, though, they're the pod systems. Now, I've heard a few vaping YouTubers. A couple of those guys have said, hey, look, I would just do away with pod systems 
systems all around the board you guys stop buying them that way they can't tie us into it then that way they could see oh hey it is a problem and it, this has nothing to do with the vaping community that right there would maybe open their eyes somewhat but people won't do that sadly even though i'm sorry i think pod systems suck base and a lot of these youtubers i've heard them warning for a long time about these devices so get rid of them and we might be able to get rid of the problem as a whole or at least a big portion of it and open their eyes or here's mine just hear me out all vaping shit should be sold in a vape shop no more convenience stores or anything yeah just straight up vape shop that's it well, I want you to listen to this. Let me tell you how much uh, about England, how on board they are with vaping. They're allowing <laughs> vape shops to come into their hospitals to help people to quit smoking. And see, it takes someone who actually vapes to explain different ways on how someone can get sick. You can't sit there and tell me that old Jim over there has been smoking cigarettes for 25 years of his life, swaps to vaping to try and cut down... And then ends up with lung cancer and blames it on the vape. You can't do that. No. No, no that's that, not how it is. That 25 years of smoking he did beforehand might, you know, have something to do with that. Yeah. And, uh, hey, Trump, buddy, do your fucking research before you just shit on it. Exactly. And, and uh, take it off the market, man. Go I worry mean, about your fucking wall again, okay? Yeah. Go worry about your wife that's bucking and a fucking. Exactly. <laughs> but guys, go ahead and head on over to the casaa.org. Go on there. There's all kinds of stuff depending on where you're at, where you're from, just any documentation relating to vaping, guys. If you can take the time out, go on there, sign up. Go on Twitter at the real Donald Trump. Be respectful. Yeah. And tell them how vaping has changed your life and why you think that it shouldn't be, be banned. That is probably, I think, the best course of action. Now, granted, guys, there is an actual number to the White House that they're allowing you to call. The number is 202-456-1414 or 202-456-1111. Now, I have heard that when you call and say something about vaping, they'll put you on a long hold. And it says that on your call, the operator will likely ask where they can direct your call. Simply tell them that flavored vapor products save your life and tell them we vape we vote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Definitely. that's true, guys. And and guys, like I said, go join the CASAA. Trust me, membership is free. Join the conversation. Stay up to date by following their social media sites and joining the We Are CASAA Facebook group. They're doing great things for vaping. And guys, I'm telling y'all, y'all vape. This isn't a joke. No, it's not. This isn't rumor. This is this is seriously happening. Like when Mr. Eliquid was in Michigan telling the committee, Senate, whatever they are, that he made 250 grand a month. And that if this happens, it will take 89% of his products off the market, right? He said he will within six months have to lay off all his 80 workers and file for bankruptcy. He's a big distributor. He is. So now think of the Greenville Vapors and, and the people like that. They're done. Once they're able to sell out of their shit, they'll have to close down. And even if they do start back up. Look the, how long it took them to get the reputation that they have now. Yeah. It's taken years. Well, and that too, it'd be good God, it'll probably be so damn expensive. Exactly. Because people will want to make as much money as they can in case it happens again. Exactly. Prices will skyrocket and 
who knows? We might not ever get to see an actual decent new mod ever again because of what if it happens again. Yeah, I, I mean, they're not ordering no new juices there. And you know what really chaps my ass? What are we paying the cops and the, all these government officials if they're just going to just shit on, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we pay you all to take care of problems like this. I don't get it. It's helping people, dude. Pisses me off, man. Dude, you got anything in closing, Letty? Let's hope they open their eyes and realize we were misinformed. We're attacking the wrong people. Let's figure out where these tainted cartridges are coming from. One thing I got to say, I'll, I'll follow what the CSAA said and all the vaping community. We vape, we, we vote. vote. That's all I got to say, guys. It's real. Go follow that information again. I'm telling you, please, we need you. We yeah. really do. Don't think just because you're, oh, my vote going to matter. Oh, I'm just in a small town. Trust me. We need everybody as one, everybody's voice. Again, guys, if you want to get on Twitter and tweet President Trump, it's at the real Donald Trump. If you want to tweet at him, tell him your story. Let him know how vaping's helped you and that we need to stop this ban. But he tweets all the time. He will see it. If we get enough people, he's got to pay attention to it. But all right, Letty, on to everybody's favorite time of the show. It has been one of them motherfucking days. I tell you, y'all, it has been one of them motherfucking days, bitch. It's time to rant. Let's rant. Well, Eddie, this one, uh, I know this one cuts a little deep for you. And this is just something that I feel like we really do need to talk about, guys. Though this one might get a little deep, I'm going to hit home for Letty. Today, we're going to be ranting about bullying relating to an incident that happened to her sweet daughter, Ruby. She's going to let you guys know a situation that happened at a school here locally. And this has actually been a problem with this same school that is here in the part of East Tennessee that I live She's going to look into it further, but we're going to let her tell her story, and then we are going to give our thoughts and take on bullying and just what we think of this situation. So, Letty, are you ready, my friend? I'm ready, Spaghetti. Let's have a rant. Fire away, All Letty. Right. Well, this morning, uh, whenever I woke up, I had a text message from Ruby's stepmom yeah. saying, did Ruby tell you what happened yesterday at school? And I was like, no, she didn't. Well, uh, Sheena went into... A little, a little, I guess her own little rant telling me what happened. Uh, basically, yesterday, two little boys got into Ruby's backpack, and she didn't know it. They were on bus duty waiting to get on the bus. Because mm-hmm. uh, there's so many kids at that school that they literally have to have, like, two to three shifts to get all the kids on the bus so they can get them out. Well, there's another little girl, has the same name as my daughter. She noticed what was happening. She went and got my daughter and told her, hey, these boys are in your backpack. Well, Ruby keeps an extra pair of clothes in there, you know. You never know... If she might spill something on her, or you, you never know. Yeah. You, you know, just back up clothes. Well, she had some underwear in there, and apparently they started talking about it, which, you know, is going to embarrass any little girl. That'll, oh, yeah. That'll embarrass 90% of your adults. That would embarrass me, dude. Exactly. Well, the way it was explained to me, she got mad, so she stormed away, and then she started crying, and the little boy started making fun of her for crying. Well, you know, that's 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 bullying and a form of sexual harassment because, you know, her undergarments were involved. And, you know, plus, they're sitting there going through her shit when they shouldn't have been. Well, she went and told the teacher, and the teacher didn't do anything about it. Did not go talk to the boys, didn't take them to the principal, didn't do one fucking thing about it. And see, Ruby wasn't going to tell her dad and Sheena until they got into the apartment and Ruby apparently just broke down crying and told him everything. 
And tell them what the, the the teacher whatever said. Basically, what they said was those boys wouldn't do that. That would be a form of bullying, and that would mean they would go to the principal's office. And basically, that what she said happened didn't happen. When another student seen it happen too, both these little girls knew it happened because the one little girl got my daughter and told her what happened. So now I found out about it this morning. I called the school. The principal was busy. This was at. 8.30 this morning. It is now almost 11 o'clock and I've yet to have a fucking call back. The only thing I know is if I don't get a call back by the time we get done recording, the school's literally just right across the bypass. My ass is going to be in there. But more than likely, her dad will be there too if, if I tell him I'm going. And we're going to have a damn long ass talk because if nothing's done, I'll take matters in my own hands. I went to this school from preschool to 8th grade. Now... Did I really have anything like this happen? No. Did I see it happen a lot? Yes. And it never did get resolved either. And if it involves my kid, either one, they'll sit there, they'll, they'll either talk to them little boys and have something done, or I'll find out who these little boys is and I will get a hold of their parents personally. And if they don't like what I have to say, I ain't afraid to fight a parent. And I don't blame you at all. I, I would be the same way. I would be down there. They'd probably call the law on me. Oh, I expect uh, that to happen if I have to go in there and nothing's done about it. Yeah. Now, this same school, it's funny you say this because there was a similar situation like this with, I consider my niece, too. My God, yeah. I've been a part of her life almost seven years, you know, and it's actually my fiance's niece. And basically the same thing, minus the underwear situation, but she was getting bullied by these two boys and pretty much nothing was done about it. It seems to be an ongoing problem with the school that claims they have an anti-bullying policy. Yeah. That's a joke. And um, some people deserve to be fired. Oh, yeah. And they better be fired. And if not, then trust me when I tell you, there will be hell to pay and there will be some kind of payback. We're not sure yet. we got to look at what's happened and what course of action we can take, but we won't just let it go, I assure you. Ruby's a part of our family, and she didn't deserve that. Oh, yeah, because when it comes to bullying, my daughter's very sensitive. She's been through a lot. She's lost a lot of people in her family for the past year and a half. So, I mean, that's going to take a toll on any, any kid, any adult, honestly, too. You sit there and you throw this in with the mix. Of course, it's going to hurt her feelings. Of course, you're going to mess with her mental stability, I guess, and mm-hmm. her her emotions. And no kid should have to go through this. And especially yeah. if this kid goes to the teacher. I don't give a shit if it's the end of the day and you don't want to deal with it. Because this is all what it sounds sounded like to me. Because it was during bus duty for everybody to go home. That's not what it's supposed to be about. You call them parents and be like, hey, you're going to have to come get your kids because they decided to do this to a little girl. And now we're up in the office having to have a talk. That's what should have been done. I should have got a call yesterday and had to be up in Mossam's office to go over it. Not sit here, have to hear about it, and then hear that nothing was done about it. Because people wonder why... People say bullying don't go on anymore. It does. Yes, it does. It does. I've seen it in the years I went to this school. And I, I stood up for a few kids whenever they were getting picked on by kids their age they were younger than me so i'd walk up to them and be like hey man that's not cool you need to quit and then sometimes you know i was never bullied personally because i always stood up for myself but if this ever happens again basically for me her dad and her stepmom have all said punch them because if that's what it's going to take then that's what's going to happen well they got to understand when you don't take action and that's what's going to happen you're going to teach your kid to defend themselves. exactly 
this is an ongoing issue. Bullying is real, and I mean, good God, look at half of these damn school shooters. Uh, what is the main thing a lot of them say? They were bullied by these jock, punk-ass kids. And yes, it is, it's real, it still happens, and it's not cool anymore. It's not. I never was bullied either. I would take up for somebody bullying somebody. If you're a bully, by the way, you're a pussy. Exactly. And you prey on weak people. That, to me, just makes you a piece of shit. And yeah. I think they should all be slapped. And I think that dude, do your job. Exactly. I don't give a shit if school's just started or what. I don't give a damn. I get sick and tired of these people over here that, you know, especially get paid by taxpayers' dollars, and they fucking don't do shit. Yeah. Get rid of these pieces of shit that are allowing this. But, you know, Ruby, good Lord, she's one of the sweetest little girls I know. I would, I would go slap the son of a bitch that didn't do nothing about it and, oh, in, yeah. and then call that kid's punk-ass parents, and I'd say, look, dude, you need to talk to your little boy. Oh, yeah. And, and I mean, this is bullshit, man. It is bullshit because don't take it just because it's happened to my kid. Think about all these high schoolers and shit that are getting bullied and that end up committing suicide because they think nobody's yeah. listening because nothing's getting done because everybody yes. thinks it's a funny fucking joke. No, there is a there is a fine line between comedy and bullying. Yeah. And sometimes they push it too far. And if, you know, they're like, hey, you pushed it too far and they quit, then that's fine. But if they sit there and they keep doing it and doing it, all you're doing is you're destroying this kid's mental stability, making them think they ain't shit, and whatever happens to them doesn't matter. Yeah. And think about by you not doing anything... A lot of people ain't speaking out. Think about how exactly. many kids right now are probably getting bullied at that damn school because they sit there and watch the damn principals and shit not do anything. Oh, yeah. If it's the same principal that we were talking about off the show, then yeah, she deserves to be fired. Should have already been fired. Because I've heard of several instances, not just from Ruby, from my fiance's niece, but other people have had that same problem out of their kids there. Oh, yeah. And this bitch Dude. apparently ain't doing nothing. And I heard that they have an anti-bullying policy, like I said earlier. Well, uh, I've heard more bullying there than in damn high schools. Oh, yeah. I've had... I went there, like I said, preschool through eighth grade. And they've had their anti-bullying policy for as long as I can fucking remember. And, you know, back then, we could actually go to some teachers, and they would get shit done. Mm -hmm. But if you sit there and you go to a teacher, they're in second grade. They should be able to go to any teacher and then shit yeah. get done right then and there. Yeah. I don't give a damn what it is. If, if for some reason my daughter ends up crying because of it and nothing's not taken care of, that's when I get involved. And I've been wanting a reason to go off on this fucking school since I went there. And I'm going to tell you this. Something better be done because it, it is a problem and it's not fair to those kids. And like you said, whoever they go to should be doing something oh, about yeah. it. These are kids for God's sake. And you don't want them to be getting treated like that and be no. afraid to go to school and dread going to school. My God, man, it's hard enough. And these school oh, yeah. politics, this is what I was going to say. These damn school politics, well, they probably know their parents or their parents donate money or money. I don't give a shit. Oh, I don't give a damn if they if they fund the whole damn second grade. I mean, I'll beat the shit out of the parent. I don't care. I'll be like, this is what you need to do to your damn kids. They need an ass busting. And guys, that's the only reason that we really haven't mentioned what school names because Letty isn't sure she wants to dive in and make sure. But make no mistake, 
if they don't say the right things and do something about this, you'll be hearing who it is oh, yeah. and what it's about. And together we'll we'll do something about it. Cause man, I'm getting sick and tired of this. This happens a lot around here. Like I told you when I went to truancy court that time, and they were talking about me and my mom brought up a point well these two popular girls they were involved in school sports clubs and supposedly they had good attendance and all this well they got in a fight and one girl cracked the other girl's skull and they just both got suspended the rest of the day yeah that was all that happened and my mom was like if that was my son you all would expel them and they admitted oh well they're in good attendance they're involved in clubs and they play sports so what yeah who gives a shit how involved they are Actions have consequences, and in this case, you messed with the wrong damn kid because that kid's mine. Yeah. So. Well, I think anybody anybody would do and be pissed off like you were. Good Lord, I've heard this multiple times from this same school. And I'm, a, a lot of it honestly has to deal with the overcrowding of this fucking school because altogether, yep. they have almost a thousand kids. Yeah, yeah. see, that's and ridiculous. That's, and that's from preschool through eighth grade. They got, in Ruby's second grade class, each class has at least 21 kids. Well, see, that's why I, I liked going to middle school and then going to, you know, high school. Like yeah. having, a, what was it? I, it wasn't, I don't think it was kindergarten through eighth at my middle school. I it's think it was. probably K through five. You know, yeah. And then six, six to eight. eight. Yeah, it was six to eight. That's yeah. what it was. I like that better. Yeah, because, I mean, this school, yeah, they do have a quote-unquote middle school, but the schools are attached to each other. So were, were these kids in the same grade yeah, as they're, her? Yeah, they're, they're two, two little second-grade boys. They're not, in, they're not in her class, so she can't really tell you their names, but she knows exactly what they look like. See, I dread that, man, because I'm telling you, I, I'd be just like you, dude. I would snap, dude. I'd be dude. like, look, I'll tell you, you better do something about it, because if I do, it ain't going to be pretty. Yeah, because I've done had a conversation with, with her stepmom this morning. I was like, I called the school. They said that the principal should call me back because she was uh, having a conversation with another student, apparently. And that, like I said, that was 8.30 this morning, and it's 11. And it's like, dude, if, if you hear, did you mention why you were calling? Oh, no, but you you could oh, tell okay. that the secretary knew I was pissed about something because she sounded concerned. Yeah, exactly. So you go get her right then. Yeah, exactly. Or, or you tell her, hey, can you hold on just a second, and you take that call. Oh, yeah. I'm going to make a call as soon as we get done recording. If she can't talk to me then, I'm going to tell them, all right, I'll be there in 10 minutes. I'm telling you, older, younger, whatever, if y'all see somebody getting bullied, man, take up for them, because that's some bullshit. It is bullshit. And, and believe me, adults can be, too. Oh, they can be. And this has got to stop, man. You prey on weaker people, you deserve to have your ass whipped, number one. We got to take up for each other, man. Nobody deserves to go through that. We we already no. have a bad enough time in this life dealing with bills or, hell, even if you're in high school, dealing with everything you got to oh, deal yeah. with in high school. And then on top of that, you got to worry, worry about some asshole. Like, I remember one time these, uh, I was, these dudes that was on my basketball team tried to beat me up because I missed the game-winning shot, even though they didn't play good and were the reason we were in that position. They tried to fight me. That was the only, that was a middle school. That's the only bullying-type experience that I ever had. I let them know, look, maybe you should play better, and we wouldn't yeah. have been in that spot. Yeah, you know? I've had a, mine re I really never did experience bullying because I've always been quick with my comebacks. And a lot of people say I, I look very intimidating, and I've been like that ever since I was little. So it really never did happen to me. But if I ever seen anybody, because one time I remember I was in, 
fifth or sixth grade, and I sat down with this little girl who was in, like, second or third. Yeah. And she was having a bad day. And I looked at her, and I was like, listen, I was like, don't let anybody get you down. Yeah. I was like, I know you probably don't understand where I'm coming from with this. I was like, but if people are mean to you, don't let it get to you. They're probably dealing with their own problems, and they just need somebody to push it off on. I was like, if yeah. it gets real bad, go to the teacher. And who cares if somebody calls you a tattletale? If it's making you to where you want to cry and not come to school, it's not worth it. Yeah, man. You see somebody like that, lift them up, dude. Help them out, man. Everybody deserves to have somebody by their side oh, yeah. and have their back, man. I mean, that's an empty feeling when you don't. It is. And when the people that are supposed to be protecting you fails, that's some bullshit. Oh, and yeah. they deserve to go. If it was me, I'd walk straight in there. Hey, you're fucking fired. Get oh, out. Yeah. You know, you allow this little girl to go through this, and you don't do nothing, get your bitch ass out of here. And you're not allowed on the property. I catch you on here, I'll bully your ass. Now, I won't bully him, but I'll slap a taste out of you. Exactly. You know, I'm getting pissed. You should, I, Ruby's such a sweet kid, and and I don't want to hear, no, if they try to pull that bullshit like him kids lie and say she did something, See, that, they, there's no excuse. No, there, no, there's no way they can say my daughter was lying whenever there was another kid who basically seen them going through her stuff. And that's the kid who went and got my daughter. Yeah. And then that's when things oh, started. Oh, she wasn't even there. No. Oh, hell no. So that's, that's uh, what is that? It's messing with somebody else's stuff, basically. Yeah. Well, it's stacking up. They got to do something. But I don't know, guys, if you guys have ever experienced any bullying or, you know, y'all know somebody or you just got any thoughts on this as a whole, like I said, we couldn't really name the school or whatever, so I'm sure it'll be harder for a lot of y'all to, you know, really comment on it. But if you've had any experiences, man, let us know. We'd love to hear it. Give us your take on bullying. And would you all be just like Letty? Hell, I'm sure all of us would. Hell, I mean, get what would you do if you were in Letty's situation? How would you react if your kid was getting bullying? I'm pretty sure we'd all snap. Oh, yeah. Letty, you got anything in closing? I'm just hoping this gets uh, resolved today. Because if it doesn't, you guys will probably hear the names next week. So Yeah, yeah we'll... I'm sure we'll keep everybody updated oh, yeah. on the what happens. And the only thing I gotta say is... Uh, stand up to bullies you know if you're a younger person still in school and for some reason you're listening to this podcast uh if you see anybody else bullying somebody else stand up for them because maybe they think you know it's not worth it i'm not worth it show them that they are yeah for sure nobody deserves to be bullied that's gonna do it for the ready set show podcast episode 65 we'd like to thank you all for joining us this week had a lot to talk about we made it through we appreciate all you guys and your support. As always, go follow us on all our streaming platforms, Anchor or Spotify. Then definitely uh, you know, subscribe and hit that notification bell on our YouTube page as we're going to be experimenting with videos definitely. very, very soon. I promise you guys. Might, might do some Facebook Lives. Got a lot of stuff in the works. We're going to start having guests on probably oh, yeah. uh, starting in October. Spoopy so, time. Spoopy time. So we got a lot of stuff going on, guys. Definitely stay up to date with us. Go ahead and over to our Facebook page again at RSS Podcast as we post all our information regarding the show there first. And you can look at our pin post at the top of the page. It has all our information. Anything about this podcast, oh, yeah. it's right there. Trust me. Go ahead and head over to Drama's page and look at her 17,000 <laughs> selfie pics. And she does have a lot of inspiring quotes, and it's just become like a meme. Oh, it's, like a it's like ritual. a daily thing, man. Yeah, it's a day. I wouldn't say a meme, a daily ritual. 
But thanks to you guys again for the support, man. As always, if you enjoy our podcast, please share us with your family and friends, man. Leave us a comment. Definitely. What do you think about the show? Where could we improve? What would you like to hear on the show? Would you like to promote your band? What game you playing? Anything. Comment and let us know. Me and Letty would love to hear oh, it. Definitely. All right, for the Ready, Set, Show podcast, episode 65, I'm DT. And I'm Letty. And remember, this is Podcast Greatness. Where greatness never dies. We out. Peace. Woo!